Hey guys, what's up? And welcome once again to Young Titan World. Today, we're going to be dealing with something a little bit um, off the radar. We talked about mental illness before, and today we're going to be dealing with one right now. Now, at first, we talked about um, ADHD, which was the attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder, where the person is focusing on multiple things and doing a terrible job at it. Today, we're going to be dealing with DID. DID is um, it's quite interesting. Well, in the realm of mental illnesses, and uh, we're about to get that. We're about to get into that right now. So if you like what we do here, I'd appreciate the subscription and I would also appreciate the like or however you come by this material because this is on either WordPress or you found it on Spotify. So I'd appreciate the love. Right now, let's get into it. Dissociative disorders. Now, for dissociative disorders, they are considered a range of conditions that can cause physical and psychological problems. Some dissociative disorders are very short-lived, perhaps following a traumatic event, and um, they kind of resolve on their own over a matter of weeks or months. But others can sometimes last very long, so there's no, I, there's no solid way to identify the range. It would probably be based mainly on how traumatic that effect was and uh, you would need to be quite um, informed because some people might misconsider this as a um, a, a child acting out, a person being extra on a day, but it's actually a traumatic response to a situation that was uncomfortable to them. Now, there are some symptoms to dissociative disorder, but they also vary, and I will go through them and we'll take them one at a time. The first is feeling disconnected from yourself and the world around you. Um, most of the times, the victims of such disorders would consider themselves not attached to where they are. They would probably be in a family gathering or just at a party, but they're not really socializing. They're like freaking, um, it's like they tower above everyone else and they don't feel the need to connect with everyone. They're outside of the zone where everyone is just chilling and having fun. And it's always, they stick out a little bit because they're not trying to get with anyone and they're also not trying to at least blend in. So you can actually see them in these zones. The second one is forgetting about certain time periods, events, and personal information. Now, this would be mainly associated when they've had a really bad occurrence on that very day or that very moment. And so their mind, in order to heal them, would try to forget such situation and always forget about it. Now, I wouldn't say that is the case for everyone, but it mostly it consists when we're talking about those with dissociative disorders. The third is feeling uncertain about who you are. Um, it's they always kind of doubt themselves as to what their interests are, who they're interested in, and mostly their own lifestyle. They, they would kind of think of it as a borrowed one, a concept that they don't really absorb into their own being. They always think that it's a sort of fake existence that they have and that it's pointless in a way. So that also should uh, a little ring through. And number four, we have, they have multiple distinct identities. Now in their case, they would have created characters in their own self that help to assist in certain moments of 
uncomfortability. I'm saying uncomfortability, but it could mean a whole range of things in a, in a situation that they are very, very exposed. There is the likely chance that they would um, assimilate a different sort of character. And it's not as flashy as it is in uh, Moon Knight. If you watch Moon Knight, you know what I'm talking about. The, your eyes don't go white and you you don't like dawn on an apparel that is super white and heals you of every wound. Actually, it's just changes your characteristics and your um, attitude toward, toward a certain situation. And it's constantly changing over a period of time, especially if you're in moments where are constantly like um, emotional or upsetting. Um, at number five, we have feeling little or no physical pain. Now, this is quite interesting. Some would consider themselves unattached to feeling, and that could be problematic, which would be in the case where they're probably cooking something on the stove, the handle's a little too hot, they touch it, but they don't feel shit. And then they would just like come around like, oh my God, I'm hurt. Or sometimes they would just end up with an injury or with a wound and they can't quite explain it. They would not even know that they have the injury like oh my god you're bleeding it's like oh what oh my god i am bleeding how did that happen and um it's quite uncertain as to how that could be the case but it's basically a symptom of the um of dissociative disorder now dissociation is a way the mind copes with too much stress periods of dissociation can last for either a short time which is hours or days or for much longer so we could be thinking weeks months probably years probably now um but that is usually if a person has other dissociative disorders so mind you the did that we're talking about is in multiple stages has different levels it's not if someone says they have dissociative disorder it does not mean that they have one particular kind there is different sets of it and we'll go through that in a second now they may dissociate they may dissociate and avoid dealing with as a way of coping with it now um as i said before it's not as flashy as you would see in the moon knight but um it is however um in a way that the person's attitude and behavior their demeanor entirely has changed and warped into a different form in order to be able to cope with a situation that is quite stressful to them and in their regard now let's move on to the dissociative disorder types now there are three main types of um, dissociative disorder that's the depersonalization and derealization disorder that's one the, the second is dissociative amnesia and the third is dissociative identity disorder uh we'll just take them one and we'll just take them one by one and pull them apart so that we can reach a mutual understanding that dissociative is quite broad and it's not just one side of the coin but it's multiple sides of a hexagon now um we'll start with the first one which is the depersonalization or derealization disorder and that is where you have the feelings of being outside yourself and observing actions and that is including your feelings thoughts and others from a distance derealization is where you feel the world around you as unreal those who do um, go through this um, consider the people around them as lifeless or foggy like they don't consider you as a close friend they consider you as an entity that would cease to exist in a matter of moments so they're not really attached to you in a way all right 
Now, the second is dissociative amnesia. Now, someone with dissociative amnesia will have periods where they cannot remember information about themselves or events in their past life. They also forget um, a learned talent or skill. Now, these gaps in memory are much more severe than normal forgetfulness and are not the result of another medical condition. Some people with dissociative amnesia find themselves in a strange place without knowing how they got there. They may have traveled there on purpose or even wandered in a confused state. Now, these blank episodes may last minutes, hours, or days. In rare cases, they can last like months or years. So it's quite different for you to be able to so like it's different for you to tell if that person is just making stuff up or the person is actually being for real with you and they have no idea how they got there or what they're doing as a matter of fact so it's it's also part um and it's easy for you to think of this as okay maybe he's just messing up maybe it's actual amnesia but it's not though um with the dissociative they kind of like space out uh they may you may see them doing something but they're not it's like they're on autopilot and there is absolutely nothing going on up there it may seem a little bit weird but uh, evidently it's also a problem it, i feel as if those who have it wouldn't know that they have it more most often than not if they don't or they, they are not curious enough to go and find out what's wrong with them. They would constantly be in a loop where they will be forgetting themselves most of the time. They find themselves in situations they can't understand. And they would always be in a loop where they constantly tell themselves they're okay when it's not the case. So that would be, that's what happens when we're talking about um, dissociative amnesia. Now for the third one, which is the BID, which I um, used to introduce this entire podcast. Now that is used to be, that's called multiple personality disorder. That's also an AKA for it. Now, when someone is diagnosed with the ID, um, those are the people who actually don't think they are who they are, okay? They, they feel like they're a little bit lucid. Um, they're not attached to what they consider as their own lives. And it's kind of weird. Uh, they may feel the presence of other identities, each with their own names, voices, personal histories, and mannerisms. The main symptoms of DID are memory gaps about everyday events and personal information, and also having several distinct identities. Um, it's clear that this one may be a little bit major. Because that would instantly make the person a different person, if you know what I mean. Um, the person will not decide to take up a different character. But if they want to get through a situation that they find uncomfortable, it's most likely they would change their entire demeanor. And before you know it, you'd be talking to an entirely different person without even knowing. Because obviously, it's not so easy to tell. You know, everything that happens, every switch that's flicked is happening internally so you could be talking about something that they really don't want to hear uh and all of a sudden they just switch characteristics and all of a sudden they're so rude to you or they just want to hunt you down and beat you the fuck up because you wouldn't shut up about a single thing 
and um, yeah, these characteristics can vary. Unfortunately, it's not so easy to tell whether the person is just acting out or it's actually a serious situation, which is why it's more advisable to go get help when you start seeing or noticing these odd um, activities about them, all right? Now, along with all that I mentioned before, whether it's dissociative amnesia, DID, or the very first one that I talked about being depersonalization or derealization disorder, there are other conditions that find themselves associated with them, and we're about to go through them right now. Now, someone with a dissociative disorder may also have other mental conditions, such as medically unexplained symptoms, uh, that that and post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, mood swings, anxiety, as well as panic attacks, suicidal tendencies, or self-harm. Uh, we'd also be having phobias, eating disorders, and last but not least, OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. Now, um, one such situation would also be having a difficult time sleeping, which is insomnia. Now you may ask yourself, I'm mentioning a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of stuff. All these, uh, what I'm mentioning, um, sleeping disorders, what I'm mentioning, um, OCD, whatever that I'm mentioning, it starts from somewhere. Whether the dissociative disorder is quite intense or so mild that we barely can see it, there is a source, there is a cause. Why would a person be acting this way out of nowhere? Well, it's not out of nowhere. There's a reason why a person's acting that way, and we're about to get into it. Now, the causes of dissociative disorders are not really well understood. Now, they may be related to a previous traumatic experience or a tendency to develop more physical than psychological symptoms when stressed or de-stressed. Someone with a dissociative disorder may have experienced physical or sexual as well as emotional abuse during childhood. Some people dissociate after experiencing war, kidnapping, or even an invasive medical procedure. Well, I mean, a, a colonoscopy can actually be a trigger if you don't know. Um, switching off from reality is a normal defense mechanism that helps a person cope with a traumatic time. It's a form of denial, as if this is not happening to me. And it becomes a problem when the environment is no longer traumatic, but the person still acts and lives as if it is and has not dealt with or processed the event. So you more like push it away from yourself in a sort of mental sense. It's like you don't, you're going through that situation, but you do not let it affect you in the way that it normally does because you don't want that sort of effect on you. But it, it comes with a price. You know, it comes back to haunt you because even if it's the tiniest bit similar to just a normal event that's probably just happening randomly, you would instantly flick and then you would turn into this person that you use to um, solve or to get through the situation. And it's, it's, it's really not talked about. I mean, I feel as if the only time that DID actually got into the spotlight was when it was in an action movie. It was in an action movie, or it's in action movies. You know, like, how can you give something attention when you're relating it to a fictional situation where a person becomes so jacked or becomes so knowledgeable or turns into a completely different um, resident of a country? Uh, 
it's just in one way completely unrealistic you know and it also puts a lot of different standards when we talk about DID meaning that a person would consider or would want a person with DID to look cool or to look awesome that is not the case that that is definitely not the case and I feel like when we understand it from where psychology and our entire range of knowledge concerning mental illness is concerned we would have a much better approach than always consider them as superheroes that are coming to save the day because that is most likely not the case and it's rather a sad situation which um, the person's family members or friends have to help deal with and solve because whether you like it or not that is evidently a problem with their own environment now there is no way for you to just sit up and call yourself a person suffering from DID but um, a GP may examine you and do some tests to check if another illness might be the cause of your symptoms they may also refer you to a mental health specialist for a full assessment now for the assessment to take place there are different stages and there are different check boxes we need to go through the specialist who does carry out your assessment should have a good understanding of dissociative disorders and not be an expert of one that has nothing to do with DID. Now, the assessment itself may include a physical examination to rule out things like a head injury, um, or they may have a history in drug or alcohol misuse. Uh, also, there will also be questions about your thoughts, your feelings, and your behavior as well as your symptoms. What do you feel in moments where you have these um, episodes? Now, it's important to be honest about your symptoms and not to feel ashamed or embarrassed so you can receive the help and support you need. There are, however, treatments for dissociative disorder and um, you, you're you okay because you will make a full recovery. It's the records show that once you're able to accept the situation and get yourself through the recovery procedure you will be 100 percent okay with and it comes with treatment and support so you're, you're covered you know and there is also talking therapies which help to be able to go to a form of counseling and you would be able to also cope with the underlying cause of your symptoms and to learn and practice techniques to manage the periods of feeling disconnected should try that myself now there are however there is medication for situations where you find yourself um suffering from it however there are no specific uh medications to treat it but antidepressants are most of the time prescribed and um, they actually treat the associated conditions like depression anxiety and as well as panic attacks now um having DID or the other kinds of dissociative disorders can make you a little bit suicidal more or less or you would think about it it's a thought that caresses your mind each and every day and you would be wondering what it feels like to not be part of this world officially now it's not advisable you take the you take that advice and do it it's not because you're an important person to me and to everyone that exists around you so if you have thoughts about taking your life it is important you ask someone for help someone close to you or someone you trust in 
and um if you don't have those you could just go find a professional you know and that will also help you now there are people you can talk to for help you can speak to a friend family member or someone you trust and they may be able to help you calm down and find some breathing space now you can call samaritans which is a free 24-hour support service on 116123 i'm gonna say it again 116123 or you can go to your nearest a and e and tell the staff how you're feeling you can also call and tag nhs 111 but that is if you're in the uk and you can also make an urgent appointment to see a gp all right now this is really serious but most of the time these um helplines or where you usually would get the help from are not exactly advertised i mean they would advertise more for alcohol than they would for um healthcare based on mental health so whichever platform that i can find i will tell you guys and it would be great if you could use this as an opportunity to reach out in case i mean i'm not saying you're the person but you might know a person who's going through a lot uh, most of the time we throw around the idea that if you're a guy you can handle your feelings if you're a girl you can hide it very well that is not a great way of coping because it comes back to haunt you in a form that you you and your family will feel the full breath of so why not just get the help that you need instead of trying to act like you're tough you know it's not it doesn't you're gonna die anyways wouldn't you like to have a happy life that is not burdened with your own mental problems it will be better you get the help that you need rather than pretend that you're all right and have nightmares every day and get haunting yourself with situations that would only make you feel worse it's okay to get help all right i mean i know i talk about other random things and i sound like a psychopath sometimes but um i also try to get the help that i need i mean it's not really great with me when it's to be honest with you it's kind of difficult to um associate myself with others uh even friends that are close to me consider me to be a little bit disconnected and not always there in a situation sometimes i'd be having so much fun with you and all of a sudden everything just blacks out and all of a sudden i am gone all right i'm there but i'm gone i'm just blacked out no communication whatsoever and it feels so awkward and um yeah i can't for the moment i can't self-diagnose and tell myself okay you have adhd okay you have ocd okay you have did i do not i'm not an expert okay i can't tell myself that i have that there will come a time that i'll be able to actually go to a psychiatrist or go to a professional and get the um, assessment in order so that i can find out if there's anything wrong with me or i'm just that weird all the time <laughs> which i doubt because um well i mean i doubt it but that could be the actual situation maybe i'm just a little bit of a whiny baby you know but it will be better for me once i find out but if you have the opportunity to go out there and find out for yourself to help your family to help yourself to become a better person there's nothing wrong with that and i implore you i'm here if you need me yeah um when we're done with the goofy talks and the funny shit that we talk about at the end of the day a person's health is number one in terms of priority so um that being said we've come to the end of another episode if you have subscribed i appreciate the subscription i've not really done much in terms of the subscription because 
if you do sign up, I can promise you that we're going to be going into the past. The records or um, the podcasts that I've made um, that are in the subscription section are mainly those that relate to my past. Um, back when I was um, having a job as a sales representative and I would close and I'd feel shitty as hell and I'd record those parts myself. So you'd be hearing a lot of cars in the background because I'm literally walking close to the street in the dark of the night hoping someone jumps in to kill me. <laughs> yeah, that's not as fun as I thought I'd be. But yeah, that is basically it for the subscription. Um, I do um, appreciate any form of donation. I love that. Um, and to all those who have done so before, thank you for supporting this channel. I really do appreciate your help and your support. And I thank you for being here. I'm grateful that you are a part of this. And um, let's 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 be more open to helping others outside. All right. Now, thank you so much for watching. I'll catch you guys later. Next time, we might be talking about technical issues. I mean, technology, because we have not visited that topic in quite a while. So um, I'll make it a point to talk about tech in our next episode. Until then, take care of yourselves, love one another, and um, as always, Young Titan out. Thanks for watching.